Guess who's back? Back again. Sophie's back. Whoop! Tell, Tell a friend. friend. <laughs> Guess who's back? Guess, Guess who's, who's back. back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? I can't go any deeper than that. <laughs> Welcome back, Sophie. Thank you, thank you. I hope you haven't missed me too much. No, no. I hope you've been holidaying in Wales. Yeah, wait, I've been all over the place, Wales, Canberzans, and also Devon. I've gone uh, on a good staycation, shall we say. This traveling. country is beautiful. Yeah, traveling. You've been traveling the good old British countryside. <laughs> Indeed, it was great. So thank you for holding the fort, and thank you, Sarah, for doing such a fabulous job last week. She did. Um, she was so nervous, bless her, but I think she did a really good job. Oh, bless her. I think she that. aced it. And I, I dropped out um, just at the right time to give her a really tough subject. So well done, Sarah. I know, I know. It was quite a tough subject. Um, but, you know, everybody's got an opinion. They do. Everyone definitely has an opinion. I think we, I think we handled it fairly well. So hopefully we can get a few more of those close to the knuckle sort of uh, debates going on. And um, I think I might be ill on all of the above. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> So we have a bit of a sad one today because this week it was announced that you have left the Whippet. I have, I have. It's it's a really weird, bittersweet um, announcement, and I'm not going to cry. I've already spoken to Nicole, and we're gonna. I'm gonna hold myself together for this. So we, we have yeah. actually got Ryan Lee in the building. Hello, hello, hello. So we, uh, we all wanted to come on because we felt like it was one of those uh, landmark moments where we felt like we all wanted to address it together because Sophie's left. Sophie's oh. left the building. <laughs> <laughs> the wonderful threesome becomes a duo. Um, yeah, it, I, I think like it was the right decision for me. And I know lots of people have been a bit worried because um, it kind of hinted towards how I'm feeling at the moment. Um, but... I'm okay, everyone. I'm okay. I'm taking a little bit of time out. You'll hear me on this podcast, but I just need a bit of time for me, uh, my mental health, my family, and to cope with all of the stresses of life. Um, so yeah, so don't worry. I'm absolutely fine. And these guys here are the best and they will make sure the Whippet is and becomes what we wanted it to become. So yeah. oh, stop. Stop you. <laughs> I don't think um, it's not going to be a chew. You're not really going anywhere, really. You're stepping back from the business, but you're not actually going anywhere. Still no. Be the three of us. Yeah, and I'll be friend, like friends for life, and it's not like I'm disappearing from the planet. Um, Mark our words, people, right? Don't be thinking that Sophie isn't coming back in God. Do you know what you guys should do? <laughs> <laughs> Literally before this podcast, they were running through things and stuff, and I was like, I need to get back in my box. I'm talking as if it's still my business. <laughs> It is. It will always be partly yours, apart from any money that we get. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will enjoy spending it with you one day. <laughs> you can, you can take me out for lunch. lunch. Yeah, I'll take you out for lunch. I'll take <laughs> you out for lunch at uh, McDonald's. <laughs> I will be alongside you both and I will be cheering you both on. And I would say that now I'm probably Whippet's number one fan. Will you... um? Will you cover our sick leave? Sorry? Will you cover our sick leave? Uh, depending on 
me. (laughs) (laughs) I've got like, on a serious note, I think everyone needs to be aware that um, not to take too much on and be aware and listen to your body. Um, Because sometimes life in itself, without any explanation, can just get a bit too much. So please be careful and make sure you look after yourself. And of course, I'll be there for you and Ryan, if you ever feel like you need a break. Thanks, Sophie. And thank you, Ryan, for coming on. You're very, very welcome. Now bugger off. Um, (laughs) So on to that sad, from that sad, sad topic, we're going to go on to a more cheerful one about, um, tell us about the time you got your hands savaged. (laughs) Yeah, we've had some really interesting ones this week. We asked you guys um, to tell us about when you got bit and whether it is something that we should just accept as part of our job. You know, someone actually called me out um, this week when I put that post on because the post says, tell us about the time you got bit. And apparently that's how the Americans say it. The English way of saying it is tell us about the time you got bitten. Yeah. I thought you were just playing with words. Yeah, no, 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 I totally like, when when I got called out, I was totally like, yeah, yeah, I just totally, totally meant to do it, love. Did you not? No, did I? No, you just can't speak properly. You speak like the Americans. Call me the editor of the Whip It or whatever. I can't even, like, I don't even know the lingo. (laughs) I blame Jess Adorno. I'm talking (laughs) to the Americans too much. (laughs) (laughs) So have you been bitten, Nick? Oh, I have. I actually, when I was on with Sarah last week, I told my bite story, but I actually edited it out because I thought it would be much better for this podcast. Brilliant. So, so tell so us The now. only person who's heard of it is Sarah. Um, <laughs> because I edited it out because I thought that you would appreciate it much more. Because although I come across like a massive hard nut, this bite story, I it was pathetic. <laughs> so my bite story. So I wasn't actually working this day. One of my, the girls who rented a table off me um, was, and she had a terrier cross that came in, that that it was a new customer for her. And she rang me while I was at home and asked if I could come and give her a hand. The dog was aggressive, yada, yada, yada. So I went down to give her a hand and I was like, stand aside. I've totally got this. Look, you're obviously not as experienced as me, just stand aside. (laughs) So I've gone in. And I was holding the dog under the muzzle to try and, because it had, it was one of these dogs that, you know, is so aggressive, but it was so badly matted around its face and eyes. It was like, Mm -hmm. this is one of these dogs where it needs to be done. So I had hold of its muzzle and I put the scissors near its eyes. No, no, no. Oh, Nick, I'm just literally cringing (laughs) as you're telling me. And it just, it, it angled its jaw downwards and clamped onto my thumb and it wouldn't let go. Oh, and... Um, as I pulled my thumb out of its mouth, I was, I was obviously in some sort of shock because the first thing that I said is, oh my God, I've cut the dog because there was so much blood and I didn't feel anything to start off with. There was just, it was like, it must've nicked a vein or something because it was spurting. And I was like, oh my God, I've cut, I've cut the dog's tongue. And I was just like in shock and I was like stood there and the blood was pooling on the floor. Now, anybody who knows me knows I do not like blood. I do not like blood at all. And I passed out. <laughs> oh, no. So in front of the owner, in front of the other staff member, where I was like, stand aside, I've totally got this, got bitten and then passed out on the floor. My bite oh, story no. the end. 
Did um, you have but, to have stitches or anything? Or was it okay? Uh, no, I, it was absolutely fine. It was a puncture wound. Right. So it was, to be fair, it was a bit more than a puncture wound, but nothing, like the fat was sticking out of it a little bit, but it wasn't anything that I didn't, like, I just wrapped my arms and hand together and it was fine. I think the thing is, though, is, like, it just winds me up a bit because I think about the other professions and how much our industry grooms for sometimes, the cheapness of it, and how much I've groomed for in the past. It is a risky job. This is a risky business. Like you can get bitten. You can physically hurt yourself. Um, I haven't actually had a really bad bite, um, but I have been bitten a few times, but I haven't got any scars from being bitten. But there's definitely points like you that I have felt kind of invincible with it. Like, yeah, let me handle it. I knew I was the one to handle any of the aggressive dogs. And even when me and Ryan went into business together, even Ryan turned around and said to me once, like, it's not worth it. Like, why do you love the challenge? Because I showed him this video of this dog rearing up, like going for me. And I was like, I love doing him. I just find it such a challenge. <laughs> He's like, what the hell? Like, it just takes one bad bite. Mm-hmm. put you out of business mm-hmm. like yeah it's so just that, like I've had it and I'll be the first to admit my mistake is yeah. that I was the reason that I got bit was my own damn fault it was me being arrogant thinking I could just do it go in and it didn't matter because I could just handle it and really that dog needed to go and get sedated and I was just too much like I was like I said I was too arrogant to to turn I at one point was like we have never turned a dog away. And I was like proud that we'd never turned a dog away. Well, I'd risk myself in the process. It's not to be proud of, you know? Like, I think it's fine to understand that sometimes some dogs will need sedation or need help to get that dog done. Um, yeah. So let's let's read through some of these posts because we've got some horrific pictures. You know when Facebook like blocks the picture? And you have to click on it to see it. I commented on that. I love a good um, blocked out picture, you know, because I think this is going to be good. This is going to be really gory. I need to... Do you know, considering I don't like blood, I'm quite okay with other people's blood. It's just my own blood. Yeah, yeah. Weirdo. I've had, uh, Elaine Downey has said that she's gone three years, never been bitten, fingers crossed. Well done. You're obviously a smart worker, Elaine. You're not invincible, okay? You're not invincible. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I've got um, Tracy Emerson. She says she, she's she got this lovely little puncture wound hand and she says it was a Havanese. It's always the small ones, I find. Um, after reopening, when lockdown ended, it was one dog at a time. Owners left it in the passage and left. I went to put a slit lead on and, and it just clamped onto my wrist. I clung to its scruff with the teeth gnawing at my wrist and managed to get it onto the table to give it a to get it to get let go puncher wounds on other hand too like oh like mm. like that's the thing as well i think sometimes when the owner gives you the lead you've got that bit of protection but when they're leaving it in reception or putting it in a cage a lot of dogs sometimes are a bit more funny when you're going in to get them from a cage without the yeah. owner handing over i don't know if yeah. you find that yeah yeah um, but there's definitely certain dogs that uh, we had like written on the card never put in like a, a bed or a cage without a lead on so that you can you can kind of hook it out because there were certain dogs that they'd be fine the whole way through the grooming process and then I'd get them out the cage and they'd be like, yeah, <laughs> trying to get yeah. me. 
Like, see it's something it wasn't a bad bite but I remember and I think that a lot of groomers when I've looked at a few of the stories that people have said a few of the groomers have been bitten this way so I when I used to be mobile I don't know anybody else who's been mobile who's listening knows or has the same experience as what I did but I there was more of the customers were really lax with having leads on the dogs when I was mobile. So you would go and open the door and the dog would just run out and they'd be fine with it just running around on the grass. And and that was fine, it's their dog, it's their, but obviously once it's in my care, you always feel that more of that responsibility that just because they're okay with it off the lead doesn't mean that I'm okay with it off the lead. Of course, yeah. And there was this one woman, well, it was, not, it was actually a family and I'd just finished grooming their black cocker spaniel. And it was up on the table and they were really, really picky. So, and it was summer and I had the door open so, and they were stood at the door and I said, do you want to come in and have a look? They came and had a look and they were like, oh, well, get him off that harness there and took the harness off. And he went to dive straight away because it dive off the table. And because they'd unhooked his noose, I was like, oh my God, if he falls now, it's going to be on me. So I went to go and grab him as he fell and he turned and clamped onto my, my arm but I didn't want to let him go because he was going to pelt run it. He was just going to run yeah, off yeah. and it, they were right on a main road as well. Yeah. So I had hold of it and I just had to keep hold of it while he was biting me. And I was just like, I cannot let go of this dog or else it's going to get knocked over by a car. And oh. until they clipped the lead back on, they were like, oh, sorry about that. There's your money. Bye. <laughs> idiots. Absolute idiots. Um, do you want to go with one of yours? Yeah, I've had one from uh, Lauren, Lauren Cook. So she said, I had a cat put me in hospital. Damn mm. cats. Young couple brought their cat in for a pamper. And I was assessing it before I was assessing it before beginning. They had asked for a bath. No mats in the coat. So I took it up to the bath to check it was okay with the water on. My bath was busy. So I have the cat under my arm. I switched the shower on. And just switching the shower on while she was under my arm, not actually putting her into, into the bath, sent her into a frenzy. I had to peel her off my head. She ripped my arms on the way up to my head because I hadn't clipped her nails at that point. I was only assessing her and I dropped her in the bath and tried to scruff her, but she turned and bit between my thumb and forefinger. Oh, I can feel. Right in. Her arm was dripping with blood. I put her back in the carrier and handed her back to the watching couple. They then tell me it normally takes two of them to bath her because she doesn't like it, but could not clip her nails. It was a strange day. I don't know why I didn't clip the nails first. I always do. I've not forgotten since, I tell you. I washed my biting scratches with hibby scrub and got on with my day. Two days later, I had to go to the walk-in centre for antibiotics. But no, any bite, animal or human has to go to plastics in hospital. So off I go, furious. I have a full day booked. Doctor looks at my swollen hand and starts telling the nurse I need antibiotics immediately. And then she gets on the phone for a bed. I was on an intravenous antibiotic for two days and two nights. Thankfully, the operation they said I might need to remove the poison didn't happen. I still do cats. I only bath a few and always after a nail clip. Please don't judge. I've been grooming for 37 years and this only happened five years ago. It was just a freak day. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It's happened to yeah. us all where we've all gone a little bit, had one of them days, isn't it? Even if we don't get... I've had one, I've had a bad day, but I haven't been put in hospital, bless her. Like, no. do you know? The thing is though, like with cats, I've been in a situation like with, I've, I've done quite a few aggressive cats and there is a difference between an aggressive dog and a cat. Like I find that if you say to a dog, ah, ah, no they generally, even the aggressive ones, will slightly back off a little bit. Even if they go back to it, 
they back off. If you do that to a cat, they go shh and back at you like even harder. And you've got to be really careful with cats. That poor lady. I remember like arguing with Ryan that. Sorry? It's like arguing with Ryan that. What? Just like if you go ah, 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 and he just comes back <laughs> even harder. <laughs> and that's why I left. Um, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm completely Just so joking. everyone knows, Ryan is actually watching this on um, on the meeting that we're on at the minute, and you should see his face. He's just he's right. smart. He's just he's shocked and disgusted. But we've <laughs> muted him, so he can't talk. So he can stay in his box. And <laughs> um, all the power. <laughs> but with um, the the cats, I remember when I first, um, probably within a few years of grooming, there was a cat that was really aggressive, and it really bit a girl and she had to drop the cat and then it actually launched back up at her arm and was hanging off her arm oh my god and yeah it just yeah they're just they're a different kettle of fish shall we say a different kettle of fish yeah and do your next one so i've got another one here from Lindsay crouch and her first bite was about four years ago it was a matted Yorkie that also had fleas. He was a shave-off head to tail. Pre-clipped, bathed in flea shampoo, everything was pretty much done. Just had one leg and half a head to complete, and he absolutely flipped out and bit my index finger whilst clipping his front leg. Eight puncture wounds, blood dripping down my finger, a trip to minor injuries the following day due to major swelling, pain and lack of movement, and now I hate grooming the biters. Give me the PIA fidgety ones any day. Never took a before photo, but needing flushing and bandaging. So she's got a picture of her finger literally covered in bandages. Like, we will um, we'll put some of these pictures up on the Facebook group which we'll yeah. talk about in just a second after we've finished um so i've got another one from jerry another yorkshire terrorist story yorkshire <laughs> terrorists are the only dog to ever draw blood on me poor abused little dog with one eye where it had been kicked by his previous owner's children mm. was rescued at the vets where he'd been taken to put to sleep and took a while to gain his confidence and he was always anxious but the only way i could trim his nails was to hook his harness up to the h-bar so he couldn't reach my hands this particular time, the owner forgot to bring his harness, so I said to bring it when she collected him and clip his nails at the end of the groom. Well, we put the harness on, and he thinks he's going home, but goes bonkers when I put him back on the table, and he just caught my knuckle but shredded his owner's thumb. That's really sad. Like, yeah. It's like almost as if I always feel really bad for those dogs because he was obviously in fear that yeah. much that he felt the only way to get out of it was to bite and I find that really sad that yeah yeah and it's like a nervy dog is I would say sometimes more um more unpredictable yeah dangerous um than a uh, aggressive dog because when they're nervous they're just yeah they're just completely unpredictable and your break heart your heart breaks for them because you can't with a nervous dog you can't really shout and say ah no to them that's not going to help them feel better it's just little and often and trying to get them to enjoy the grooming process but there are going to be dogs that just will always hate it like always hate it and i think that's when muzzles really need to come mm. into play there's that i have this amazing muzzle that i can't find anywhere anymore and literally we've got one left and 
I don't know what I'll do without it. Like you have certain equipment mm-hmm. that you just know and you know and you can trust that it's going to be there. And I've got this little grey box muzzle that was brilliant for like shit Susan. Always a little shit Susan. I'd also turn it upside down to get the under bit. And it would get the dog to the point Sophie, where it's... I know exactly which muzzle you're talking you? about. And I can tell you exactly where you got it from. Where? We got it in a, um, in a competition bag at premier groom did you, you? Know the, you know the little freebie bags yeah it, was it, it was is it the designer dog one? Oh, i don't know I, I don't know what brand it was but i can remember getting that exact box muzzle the gray box muzzle and it's got little circles in the front yes yeah and it's brilliant yeah i'm not find that brilliant all the time all the time right guys if anyone has those muzzles right just get in touch they're um they're worth their gold dust and uh we may want to buy a couple <laughs> yeah. the only like, thing is is with them right the only flaw i find is if the dog is a panther or a spitter you literally have to tip out the saliva afterwards. yeah 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 <laughs> but those muzzles i like literally like have gone through them and there was one person who put um they had one up on a selling site and I was like please I'll have that muzzle like they had sold it to someone else and I was like please can I please just have the muzzle I don't care what can you have the rest but if you're not worried about that muzzle please can I have it please <laughs> they gave it to me for free bless them oh, because God. I was so adamant I needed it in my life <laughs> here's a question just basing off you know we were talking about like aggressive dog nervous dogs yeah do you think that any dogs are born bad um I think I think a lot of it is in training. However, I personally would say that some dogs do have a problem in respects that there might be something not quite right. And therefore certain dogs might struggle. Like I've definitely it's done the some nature, dogs. It's the nature-nurture sort of debate again. I suppose if it can happen with humans. Yeah could happen with dogs i once went to a dog and it was a tw- it literally just had its injections and it was another mobile groomer said i've tried to do it could not get anywhere near it can you go and give it a go and i remember going and being like how much how much work can a shih tzu puppy be and my always the shih tzu sorry yeah. always and oh my god i have never in my life and still to this day have never ever came across a dog that young wanting to bite so much like it was it was you know when the dogs there's a difference between that they're frightened and they're giving you a snap this dog was biting with intense and it was intent and it was 12 weeks old yeah i I, could not get anywhere near it i I guess like humans i suppose some of them can be born bad yeah they can i think and yeah i i agree i think i think it's hard to kind of say that one rule fits every dog in the universe like There's always the exception of the rule. Yeah. So I've got another one, which is Stacy Webb. Uh, she says, I don't have pictures, but the first was before camera phones. And the second one I passed out, so it wasn't on my mind. The only two proper bites I've had in 18 years. The first was a Pekingese. Got, oh, I was, did I read that earlier? No, I didn't. Didn't read that earlier, no. did I? the first was a Pekingese got her in the bath and all was fine until I turned the water on she went to the shower head and missed clamping down on my wrist I didn't realize that Pekingese could even bite that bad every dog can bite that bad (laughs) just the same I would have thought that as well though to be fair they've got such squashed up faces like where is it where's your jaw where's it gone 
I don't know, Nick. I just, I just think. Think of Mr. Teams. Pickles. Kelly Davis's dog, Mr. Pickles. Can you imagine him biting with intent? He's the yes. most beautiful dog. Yes, and hopefully some of you will see uh, a little bit more of Mr. Pickles very soon. <laughs> maybe so. Um, I, I, I love Mr. Pickles. He helped me out in a, in a certain situation. He, he really had my back. Um, <laughs> on your front. <laughs> on my front. Um, however, yeah, we, we definitely got up close and personal, me and Mr. Pickles. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think they're a bit like Shih Tzus. Like, they're flat-based and they can give them really good run for their money. Like, yeah. like for me, there's this one family, this woman, bless her, she, I, I don't know what she does, but she just rescues all the naughty little Shih Tzus. Like, and she had this one, and I'm not joking, this, this dog would wag its tail, would flutter its eyelashes until you got near it and then it would go for gold. I'm not mm-hmm. joking. And what she to make it worse, she put it in a little dress. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to clip this dog, right? And I'd have to like put an e collar on and then I'd have to like get that perfect that grey muzzle through the e collar and get it amazingly on like this little Houdini trick I'd do and I'd manage to get it on. And then I'd groom the dog, it'd be 10 all over, literally. 10 all over, that's the only thing you could do, and it the whole way through. And then she'd put it in this red and white, dotty little dress with a frill around its bottom and walk out. And, and I'd be like, it's just like, everyone wants to touch it. I was like, well, why put it in a little dress? It's, it's like, basically, it's essentially Paris Hilton. So it's just <laughs> a bitch in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, yeah, you, she, and she knew. She was like, come, come, stroke me, stroke me. <laughs> so let me get back to my story. Um, so Stacey Webb has not finished there with her Pekingese. Her second one was with a Bichon. The poor thing was matted to the eyeballs, literally. Two of us trying to clip him off, and he was obviously in pain everywhere. He was muzzled, but as, as I was trying to do his leg, he got out of the muzzle, turned and grabbed my middle finger and started to rag it. I passed out due to the pain and the blood. I was in the staff room being cleaned up when the owner arrived and he didn't believe my assistant when she had told him that I'd been badly bitten. I had to go back to into reception and slammed my hand down on the counter, skin hanging off and bleeding everywhere. He soon apologised. Then we booked the dog back in for a week later, freed him from his prison and told the owner eight weeks for the next appointment or we refused to groom. He booked him for eight weeks, no showed and tried to book six months later. We asked him if he'd been anywhere else since and he replied no. So we refused to groom. Hopefully that was pre-COVID times. I mean, I wouldn't like to um, to say anybody should be going around flinging blood and skin around the front desk of the I salon. Know, yeah. <laughs> but like, like when, it, it, I hate that, when you've literally clipped and worked with a dog and risked yourself help that dog and they won't come back on the schedule you said it just mm. really gets my rag but yeah. so annoying so i've got one here from eve durham does getting bit by a cockatoo count yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah where i used to work we had a cockatoo that lived there and my boss would take her out to hold her that particular day she decided to fly around the shop and she landed on the hat 
on the half door and stupid me thought I'm going to pick her up and as soon as I reached under to pick her up she nailed me right on my index finger I was crying the bird was squawking flying around and my boss was laughing blood pouring out of my finger it really was a hilarious scene looking back on it now and my finger was numb for about a month that bird must have hit a fucking nerve you didn't say fucking I just added that in just because I needed to <laughs> so they've all been about small dogs or a birds so or birds yeah. however I've got a, a big one here which is a Bernese mountain dog again a breed that I would say that isn't something that I would expect to bite so um so Bernie's mountain dog lost the plot, jumped off the table and broke the H-frame. When I was trying to disconnect him, he launched an attack, got me on the top of my leg as well, but that's not for public viewing. And then she's put the picture and it's literally like a gaping. It's oh. one of the hidden pictures by Who Facebook. was it? Who was that? Um, let me go back. Her name was Carol Fortin. So she had, she, it got her on her leg as well, but it's yeah. not for public viewing. Yeah. Shows you gash. <laughs> <laughs> The old ones are always the best. Oh dear. Right, so my last one I've got mm -hmm. is from Daisy Lee, which is one of our wonderful content creators for the Whippet. So she said, never had a bad bite, although grooming one of my biteiest dogs a few weeks ago, doing his head, so I took the muzzle off. He lunged at me and I jumped back so quickly I punched my own mouth. <laughs> I made my gum bleed and it's still quite sore now. Quite worried about that front tooth still. <laughs> And you can hear more from Daisy on Sunday. We could talk about this subject all day, but we do have to wrap it up like we do every week. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a few things that we want to talk about. So obviously, again, you're getting a bit of a double whammy this week because we have got a live podcast on Sunday for the launch of the Whippet Media's website. So we'll be looking forward to speaking to Leah and we're going to have a good old goss with Leah. Yeah, she's a, another groomer from the UK and she is a great lass. We're going to have a giggle definitely with her. So definitely do not miss that. And what time is that on, Nick, on Sunday? The live podcast is on at 12 o'clock. So, so this weekend, guys, so this weekend, guys, we've got the launch of the Whip It website. Okay, so this Sunday is a Sunday not to be missed. Okay, we have so much going on that get your piece of paper now, write these, write these things down so you remember when to be and where to be for this Sunday. So at 10 o'clock, we have a Skillshare on the groomer with Tiffany Sewell. So the Skillshare is going to be completely free, okay? If you haven't been to a Skillshare before, they are completely free and they're going to be posted on Facebook on the Groomer group um, and on the Whippet Media group. So you need to make sure you're on there watching and Tiffany is going to be teaching them about what, Nicole? So she's going to be doing schnauzers. So she's going to be teaching how to get them perfect brows, how she gets the nice big fluffy legs, how you do, how the, you get the lines on the, um, the right clipper line on the court etc etc so you don't need to buy a ticket for this you just need to make sure that you are around on the groomer group and you'll see it post i'd yep. set a notification for um you on facebook for whenever the whip it posts so that you are the first to know when things go live so you're not missing out on these free completely free educational events yes not so uh yes tiff will be on at 10 o'clock on sunday so this sunday the 6th of september and then straight after tiff at 12 o'clock we are going to go on a live podcast so that will be myself and sophie as usual but we've got a very special guest to come and help us out and that guest is sophie 
Leah Henderson. And Leah Henderson is a groomer from the UK. So we're going to be having our regular chat about grooming, but we're also going to be announcing something extremely exciting, Nicole. What are we, we going to be announcing? We are going coming? to be announcing, um, well, I can't possibly tell you because you just are going to have to tune in to find out. And that will be announced <laughs> around about one o'clock. Um, but I'll give you a little hint. Leah is involved sarah from last week was involved and as you've seen from a couple of our posts on facebook there's a bit of nakedness involved so yeah. put it all together and what have you got well we won't know until sunday <laughs> it's something there. definitely not to be missed because this is something that has never been done in our industry as far as we're aware before and it's something that is going to be for a great cause so please come along and support that we're looking forward to seeing you on sunday so after we have had our podcast. We will be releasing a little bit of footage about the secret project. Am I we right? will. We'll be having a documentary that's going to go out there to explain what we've been doing. So at 4pm, we'll be going over to Groomer Jess. So that's Jess Adorno from the Bronx, who we spoke to on our podcast a couple of weeks ago. So make sure that you go over and check out that podcast because that was amazing. We had such yeah. a good time. And uh, she is such a great vibe. Like you will go away smiling from ear to ear after watching her so she's going to be doing a full live webinar and again guys completely free so you could be paying a lot of money to see these groomers and they are doing it for free you're going to see them for free so this isn't something to be missed be there like free, this free 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 it is free didn't know that song but yeah it's free guys Wee, freedom Las Vegas. <laughs> so these one other thing that we need to talk about is that we have got groomers unlocked international coming up this month whoop, 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 it's been obviously it's been out there for quite a while so we'll be making sure that we're a bit more active on social media um, yeah. and the also on the launch day we will be launching all of the podcasts from Groomers Unlocked International with Nikki Kazan. So Nikki Kazan will be your host for the podcast and she's interviewed each and every single one of the speakers from Groomers Unlocked. So you definitely need to get over to the website once it goes live and give those a listen. It's going to be yeah. a great salon listening while you've got your blaster on, plug it in, listen to a bit of Roy Tan, listen to a bit of Jess Rona, listen to a little bit of Plinio Ikasati and <laughs> just relax and enjoy the day. So if you guys don't know what Groomers Unlocked is, again, it's a event that the Whippet are putting on. Um, and the date for that is the 17th to the 20th of September. Yep. Um, and we have 16 uh, speakers from around the world. Um, and they are amazing, like honestly amazing. And it's just £45 for a ticket. Um, so 100% get your tickets for that. So what the Whippet is doing is bringing you the most exciting things that we can for this industry. And we are so excited to have you along for the journey. So definitely check us out as we absolutely launch on this weekend. I can't believe it's actually happening. It's very exciting. Finally? So, yeah. Been a um, long time in the making. The last thing that we need for Sunday is for you guys to tell us um, the best reasons for a matted dog. So what excuses you have been given by your lovely customers or annoying customers, whichever way you want to call them, and what excuses they have given. We have had some laughs about this privately, so please send them over to us. We have a Facebook group now that you can become part of. Um, so Nick, what is the name of the Facebook group? 
It's called the Whip It Out podcast and podcasts for dog groomers. So all you have to do is type in Whip It Out into your search bar and the group should come up. It's fully public group, so you should be able to get straight in and make sure that you come on there. We'll have all of the announcements on there. We will be uploading all of our new podcasts there. So anything Whip It Out related, that's where you want to be. So make sure that you join that group. And if you could do me and Sophie a massive, massive favor, we know we have a few loyal listeners that come to us every week. Please share it about, please share the podcast about, get the word out there about how absolutely hilarious me and Sophie are. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we like to think, so. think we're funny, <laughs> entertain ourselves at least. Um, but if you could share that around, that would be fantastic, and that really helps out a lot. If you don't make this Sunday and you miss something, don't worry, you can watch it back on our website. So make sure you're there because obviously live is better. But if you can't, don't panic. We are here for you forever. <laughs> so on that so note, Sophie, I think there's only one thing to say: whip it out. <laughs> <laughs>